tachlis of the Bacchus is to teach you Amun of Hashem, Anoich Hashem Alkecha, Shesicho Be'esesayim, Aman Yedati Kari Hashem. So when you learn the parsha of the Bacchus, you learn to go through the struggle of each thing, it's a lesson for life lesson. It's a Babish, a life lesson. It's even Hakor Hashem. I remember hearing years ago this Rabbah of Meshachach, what it says, that the Shabbos we find Zeich Labas Abreshis, Zeich Litzis Mitzrayim. And the reason why Zeich Labas Abreshis was before the Chet Egel, and Zeich Litzis Mitzrayim after the Chet Egel. Before the Chet Egel, Klal Yisrael could have a Muna without Chushis, without something physical. The Chet Mitzrayim, they saw Ali Hashem through a physical way. That's what was the, that was the Madrig of Klal Yisrael. Ali Hashem Hashem, Zeich Labas Mitzrayim, because they saw Hashem in a physical way. One of the points we find in the Bacchus is Vesamti Ptus Bein Ami Uamecho. I found the difference between Bein Ami and Amecho. One of these soids of the Bacchus was of course to create Kalisrael, to separate them from the Mitzrayim. And he made a Ptus in the Bacchus itself between Ami and Amecho. What is the difference between Ami and Amecho? So it's simply read, you'd think it's referring to the difference between Ami, which is Klal Yisrael Amecho, means Lagoim. Actually, Sefer Mishcha Seben, he brings down from he brings down from the Sefer Kerem Tzvi. Ami and Amecho does not necessarily means between Klal Yisrael and the Goyim. We find when Klal Yisrael are not doing well, they called Amecho. Kishiches Amecho. It says that lost by the Eagle. The era of Rab, the Rambam Kodesh talks about they called Am. Klal Yisrael when they called Am. Amecho is a loss when they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So within Kalanishol itself, there's a subtle produce, Bein Ami, someone that's doing what the Rabbanishol wants. Bein Amecho, when you're not doing what Akurish Baruch wants. So you don't even have to stop this, have the chilek between Goyim, and Yidin, even within Yidin, there's a chilek. So understand this a little better, and as the way the Pashtus is, the difference between the Yidin, it's going on, the difference between Yidin and Goyim, we have to go to a tefillah that we say about Shishabbos. Which tefillah called Havdalah. Havdalah, we mentioned three Havdalahs in there. Hamadu bekilish lechayr, benoy lechayr shech, benisrael amin. Those are the three Havdalahs that we say. If you analyze these Havdalahs, you'll see kodesh lechayr, or lechayr shech, benisrael amin. Or lechayr shech is the most simplest Havdalah. Night and day. It's clear that there's no difference in night and day. That's something which is very, very visible. There's the night and day. You know, the silver of art that you have to listen to a chacham, which Chazal learn when they tell you, you have to listen to them. So, my first point out that why did not say, is not clear because Yomnes Smile is based on your which direction you're standing. My right is your left, because if we're sitting opposite each other. So the Chachamim, you have to look at the way, the perspective way the Chachamim look at things. is something so clearly visible. Kodesh and Chol is something not visible at all. Ruchnius, two people can do the same mitzvah. On the external point, they look like they're doing the same, and one is Mizdavik Mishchin, and one's not Mizdavik very often is very hard on the physical eye to see the difference. So let's go to Yisrael Amin. Is Yisrael Amin doima to Kodesh Lechoyl? Or is Yisrael Amin 
It depends what a person is doing. If he's living up to what he's supposed to be, and a chanama, then it's like Arav Chayshach. If a Yid lives up to what he is, then the difference between Yisrael Amim is as clear as Arav Chayshach. If you don't, not always is it so visible, then it's like Chayshach Lachayl. The Amos says, you look next to his parasha, when it be Moisim, it says, and other thing is, they had taka oil when the goyim had chayshech. It was like night and day. The receiver shomrei he learns over there. There actually wasn't even darkness. He learns the makas chayshech was such a bright, blinding light. But if you have the right kalim to look at it, it becomes you can see it the oil. And if you can't, you don't have the right kalim, then the oil becomes blinding. So it really, wasn't two different things. So a mitzvah for Yid can be an or, and then some mitzvah could be for someone else, Choshech. It's so difficult, so hard, so I can't do with this Rebbe. I can't, right? So sometimes, but if a person who lives up to his Madriga, the difference between Yisrael Amin is like Arba Choshech. It's so clear, the difference. That's what you have to... You should know there's an interesting Medrash. The Medrash, on, the Medrash in Esther, The Medrash says, in Esther Gimel, the Medrash Yudbei says, He says, the Medrash says, Goim don't have toiva. They don't have good. So he asks, I see it says, says the word toiv. says the Medrash katoiv. With a chof. It doesn't say batoiv. But toiv leiva melach, their toiv is just ka toiv. They don't really have toiv. A yid who lives a life of ruchnius itak has toiv. A goy may look like it's ka toiv leiva melach v'yoyin. It's like good. It's not really toiv. It's not really toiv. But there's another more difference to a yid and a goy. If you look at the end of this pasuk, the samti pedus bein ami melnecha mochar. A yid is in the tzara, so he has, if he has a muno. He'll be able to live through the tzorah because machar, he knows tomorrow's coming. The difference between somebody that's mature and somebody who's a child, who's immature, is he can't wait. The, the impatience. He wants something right now and he cries, when a baby cries or something, why would they want, they, they can't understand. If you tell them, hold on, that they get all frustrated. Wait a minute, they get frustrated. The difference between Ami and Amecha, you want to know the difference? Is machar. If you know there's a tomorrow, you can wait till tomorrow. Someone this morning told me, interesting, that the word rechem, a womb, is the same oasis as machar. What is a womb for? A womb is to create a future. That's what the purpose of a womb is. It develops a baby into be born, to be able to be born into this world. So the whole rechem is the same words as machar. Because a rechem is about the future. That was a rechem. It's, it's creating a future. It's creating a baby. It's creating it's a source of future. That's what a yid has to know what there's a machar. And when it's sorrow, one of the Torahs that people have is the Torahs of Parnassa. The Zarashimson in this week's parsha says, Amoridika limut in a muna in a Parnassa from the Makas Dam. He says, By Makas Dam, it says, Vadoga Shebiyam Boash. Right? Everything starts smelling. Besides the Makas Dam, the fish started dying, started smelling. He says it was a terrible tragedy to Kaisal at that second. Because you look in Barashu's Baloischa, it says, 
What does it say over there? In Pashas Baloyit, what does it say? The Klal Yisrael. The Gemara in Soita tells us that the Nashim Shetkonios, when the husbands came back from slave labor all day, that the wives were machazik them by drinking, giving them to drink water, they cooked fish in it, and they machazik them. It's good. It's kedai to know the Svasemes and Megillah Davdalad learns that the women part one part of the Shibut. Just important for you to know that the Svasemes on Afim Boisanes and the Shtikhlem Sechlis Megillah they want part of the Shibut. I we find in Chazal Machlefes Melechas Anoshim Lanoshim. He said that was just a temporary zach. Interesting, uh, interesting Svasemes. Interesting Svasemes. But that's how the Svasemes learns. He learns that the Staka. There was no, so they were mechazik. Bishvul nashim sirkonius. We were zaycha to guula. They were the one that kept kaisol. They kept them. But now, think about the makas dam. When all the fish now became now, they all went smelly. They died in the water. So what are they going to eat? It, Chazal tell us from makas dam this asher yisrael. They became rich because a guy that needed water, he had to pay. As much as you tried all the different tricks, you drank together, you put the straws, every kid in, in, in elementary school has a picture of one side blood, one side, right? That's one side blood, one side water. If you didn't pay, you didn't get it. So that was, so in the same, as we say, Rabbi Shalom was already preparing the refuah in Lamaka. It looked like a maka to Klal Yisrael, they want to have fish. In there, he ready had the refuah. Those refuahs ready, he ready prepared them another parnasa. That's the yid who always lives. That tomorrow's going to come. We'll see what the Rebbeinu is going to bring us. That's a yid. Something blish ben Hamecho. Emes is if you analyze Paroi itself, very interesting. That Paroi, the pasuk tells about ni akshas leiv Paroi. It made a heart. Why is that ni akshas leiv Paroi? Let me ask us if we would be in the same scenario as Paroi. Ask any person who has a factory with slave labor. And he has 600,000 workers working for him. And he tell him, please send them all home. Stop the slave labor. Who in the right mind would even need a maksha libo without to send them? Anybody you'd understand. Simple. If you have a factory of thousands of workers, and you tell someone comes to you and says, no, 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 this is you're pressing them. In other words, it's not fair. Nobody would want to send them. He's making money on them. So why does the person say Bani Akshas Leipari? It's a Pashta thing. Who would want to know? Who would not want to send people? Who would want to send people free if you have so many? Very often our own lives, we get Saras and we don't listen to our Saras. It's interesting if you, know, if you analyze the first five Makas was nothing to do with the economy. The first five Makas were just Saras. Dam, Sabadeya. Yes, it was difficult. But it was more Tsar. Right? Sabadeya was jumping around. Kinim. Oroiv, right? It didn't affect. Then, the next sets, when it came, Arbe, Choyshech, those ones that came to Arbe, destroyed the economy. Right? Dever, ate up all there. So really, if you look, there wasn't, it's the beginning, many of the people have things, they get little signs from above, they just don't, they don't, they don't wake up to those signs. I'm making money, why should I wake up to those signs? I'm right now making money. People, and they can get all sorts of different things, they come to them signs. So what's Pshat? So we hear from Rabbi Salavechik, this Sefer, Mr. Sarav, he brings down very interesting. If you look a little bit into history, you'll see that he says, the embassy is someone that can look with a little clarity, can see slave labor is not going to win. Slave labor is not something that you're going to be successful for. The countries, he says over here, for example, the emancipation 
of the slaves of America after the Civil War, a robust economy that did not depend upon slave labor increased American strength and wealth. America is from a country which does not have slavery, and it has from the richest countries in the world. And the countries that have slave labor, not necessarily that they're wealthy. Very often when they have dictators, the country has dictators, the economy is terrible. And you think, what do you mean? There's guys pushing them to work. No, it doesn't work like that. So the MS is, that's why he says, then the action is Because if you do the MS, the MS is slavery and oppression is not going to bring anything. It's not going to make your country robust, a good economy. It's the opposite. But we get sometimes, and that's what a year has to do when he ain't even chermish or Sometimes you think, or you don't, you, you, want, you want to do things which is connected to because you think that's where you're going to be successful. It's the opposite. If you do what the Torah tells you, to be opposite, that's what a person has to realize. One of the things we get so confused is, we get confused. So I saw today someone pointed out to me, Rav Victor Mill in his pamphlets, was bothered by a very interesting point. Makas Orif. Why is it called Orif? Orif just means a lot of mixture. Understand? Dam is al sham dam. So So this market should be called behemus. Why orif? You can hey, you can say wild animals call them. Orif just means mixture. So he said, what's the side of this market? What's the side of this market? Why is it called orif? She says it was to teach cholesterol. Every market is to teach cholesterol. If you look in Parak Kuvav and Tehillim, talks about the makas. Go through Parak Kuvav. Well, you see a lot of chadushim which you didn't know from Wechomish. And over there, in Pasik Lamadei, he mentions in that Pasik, We mix with the Goyim when we learn from their ways. Orev, he says, he goes of course into detail, explains how animals, many of them don't get along, many of them do, of course, Rabbi Victor Miller with his enjoys talking about the world. He says, for example, a crocodile and a bird, right? You think with one opening, I'll snap that bird. No, he opens his mouth, the bird starts eating between the teeth of the crocodile, and he gets his nourishment, and the crocodile doesn't snap onto the birds. They live in harmony. Maybe if we put our heads in there, he would snap his heads. But the bird puts his head in there. On the other end, says cats and dogs can't live together. Cats and dogs, they fight. But here by Orev, all the animals came together for one purpose, he says. It was Shalikadar Khateva, the old animals came together for one purpose, to do to give tsar to the Mitzrayim. So he says, what's to teach Kali Yisrael? That when you mix things together, that's not natural. When you try to be like the Goyim, that's not what natural is. That's how he learns. It's called Arev because it was a Tahuvis. And when you mix these things, when you mix them together, I may have said this last week already by Moshe Rabbeinu, it says, what happens is, he saw Ish Mitzri Make Ish Ivri. And by Yifen Koi V'choy means, he didn't know he had allegiance to. He had allegiance to Mitzrayim because he was raised in the palace. You can't be an ish to have allegiance to both type of cultures. He knocked the Mitzri out of him. Right? That's the sum type of the Basik. The Taruvas is what really makes us confused. A person who lives, the Veks Hashem, realizes that the Chilik, Samti Pudus, that was so different. We get so lost. Sometimes people think when they fight, they gain. There's a Maiso, the B'chaim Samza, interesting story, that a guy came to him complaining that he had a good parnasa till a competitor moved into town and everyone's going to a competitor. His business went down completely. 
became crying to Mechaim Sanzer. Mechaim Sanzer gave him a bracha. He says, Rebbe, I don't need a bracha. I need that you should curse the other guy. This business should fail. He said, we don't do these things. He says, how do you run your business? Where do you get your schayra from? He says, I get schayra from faraway place. How do you bring it, he says. He says, I bring it with a horse and buggy. With a horse and buggy, I bring it. And what if the horse is hungry, what do you do? The horse is thirsty, what do you do? He says, we give him food. And what do you do when he drinks? He says, we take him to the water, he drinks the water. He says, did you ever see how the horse drinks water? He says, I'll tell you what happens when the horse drinks water. You watch carefully, he says, when the horse drinks water, puts his nose in, and then he moves to another place. And then he puts, goes, moves to another place. And finally he starts kicking, and then he drinks the water. He says, you know what's going on over there? He says, the horse, every time he wants to drink, he gets very upset because there's another horse that every time wants to drink also. But not only that horse wants to drink, he wants to drink from the same spot which I want to drink. Because you know, what, what is he seeing over there, the horse? He sees in the water his reflection. He thinks it's another horse. And every time he drinks, this, that horse comes. Not only that, he comes to drink. He comes to drink mummies from the same part where he wants to drink from. So he tries to move to another place and that horse follows him in another place. And everywhere he goes, it's the same thing. So after a while he gets so frustrated, he starts kicking. You know what happens is? The water starts getting murky and muddy. And there's no, the horse is gone. And now he drinks that muddy water. So you think, destroying somebody else, to who right came up to your parnasa, you think you're going to gain anything, you're not going to gain nothing. It's all a reflection. The Rabbani Shalom has ready muchan for everybody. He says, what Rabbani Shalom has for you, it's ready prepared for you. That's what Kodesh Baruch has for you. That's what a Yid has to realize. And we have to realize that every other that's Samti Pdus Ben Amecho, a Klal Yisrael, Rabbani Shalom, Ein Odom Negeab Ma B'Shemuchan L'Chavera Afila Kamal Anima. Whatever's supposed to come to you, will come to you. A Yid lives with this, with this Maila of Machar, as Maila when things don't go so well, and the Chavera will be able to would stand through the, his nisyonis that was given to him. Another point Moshe says in this week's parsha is ani aralts of asayim. He's aralts of asayim. Hey, right? How can I speak to Bar? Aralts of asayim. So it's interesting if you look at the targum. You targum. The targum says in the word aralts of asayim. The targum says yakar memalel. Yakar memalel is a lot of yakar. Yoker be'in Hashem. Yoker means something which is expensive. Right? Something which is expensive. Yoker mamalel. My words are expensive. He doesn't say, the Targum does not touch the words of Aralts of Asaim, like most people. Impediment speech. That he stuttered. Yoker mamalel means every word of Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen. Careful. So he didn't... When many people have empty things to say, they have to describe it in a long-winded fashion. And they have to give you three different ways how to say the same thing. And that's why sometimes you have a speech for over an hour, and you come out, and what did you have? You have maybe five minutes of content. Because the guy has a very good vocabulary, and he's telling you, he says, I can't deal with paroi. To confuse paroi, you need to have someone and be able to have a lot of words and talk to him and try to convince him. I'm Aral Safasayim. My words are Yakar. Yakar Mamalel. My words are expensive. That's what the Targum says. My words, every word of mine is. What does Chazal say? Be careful of your words. Everything you say can make such a difference. So Moshe Abenu's words were exact words. And that's why he felt he's not the one. Aaron Akoyni, the Vechal, Aaron be a spokesman. 
you know, it's interesting. The power of words is something which is the emiss is the more person's careful with his words, the more he's zoicha to geula. The maral in Guri Arya explains on the Pasik that when Moshe Abedu saw Dasavirim fighting, so Chazal bring down Dulutrumai the Bala Lashnara. Says the Maral that the Koyach of Geula can only come from Shtika. Because a person who reveals his words, that means he's the primis, he's bringing outside. That's when he talks, he's making everything Chitzayi. If you keep Shtika Shoisik, you keep a Panimi, that's going to be that it's going to bring the Geula. And that's a Chay Noida Dova because they're Dulutrim, because they Bala Lashnara, that holds back the Geula. The more a person Shoisik, Look by Esther, really. The same thing by Esther. Lo Nobody told who her nation was, and that's why. Because they kept quiet to where Esther's from, that was our salvation. Salvation comes from Shtika. A person that's Shoisik, that's how Algorario learns. He learns, I don't even think he brings the Raya from Esther, he just brings the Raya. He says, Shtika's the one that calls it Ula. To choose your words carefully, that's what really Moshe Rabbeinu was careful with his words. Even Light, why was he saved from Stein? Light was saved from Stein because he didn't tell Paroi that Sarah is not a choisi of Avram. That was his chus. I, the chus, or Desla has, there was Moisen Nefesh by the, by the Orchim against Sodom's decree of not having Machlis Orchim, the Chesed he did. That wasn't his chus. The Rebbe remembered that he was quiet. Bishas, when Avram said a choisiat, he didn't say a word, that was his chus. Keeping quiet is a tremendous chus, it's a mental gevura. We don't realize the koyach of word, even by rayas. There's a lach about down, kol isha erva. Do you know, kol, the Gemara tells, the Mishnah tells us, in, in, in Ovis, right? Al tar besicho amisho. Al tar besicho amisho. What's called tar besicho amisho? So the Gemara says, al tar besicho amisho, we know kol isha erva. Right? Chazal tells kol besicho erva. It's interesting, machlekes, in halacha, from their mother halacha, in Simon Ein Hei, in Shulchan Aruch. Talks about it says there koila rogel the Ramah says is muta. What does koila rogel mean? If you look at the Mishtabura, koil that you're already in the sragel. So that means if you got used to this woman, you know already that's called koila rogel. They bring down of them the Dirshu brings down from Chaim Kanievsky and Shen Alochas. Koila rogel means a coil which is not singing. Koila rogel doesn't mean koil nisragel. It means a regular voice, a voice which is singing. Kol b'shevra means they're singing, but a regular voice is okay. Some actually want to say not to have women as public speakers for men because then their voices are used to influence people. So you have to listen more intently, right? The Gemara says then Soita, actually, the end of Soita, when you have two types of choirs, when the men are swinging and the women are responding, or the women singing and the men responding. And the Gemara says both of them are wrong, but the, there's the one that's worse is when women are singing and men responding, the Gemara says, what's that? If you can only break up one group, Break up the ones doing the worst. Because when the women are singing, men responding, they have to listen with more intently to be able to listen to them. But when the men sing first, the women have to respond, is less, still also. But in other words, Ramoshi uses this Kamara very often. When it's a Ashkafa de when two people are doing something wrong. When you're doing something wrong, and you can stop the lesser of the evil. Do you, is, there any, is there any way doing wrong? What are you gaining? He says, no, you see from this Chazal, that if you can minimize the Ra, it's also Kadai. You know, you have to do even in Ra, there's Madrakas. If you do make a person do one less Avera, it's like, what? Well, you're stopping one police. You can't stop both. You should stop one. You're not stopping one person. 
Right, but he, he learns from there. He has an interesting Shiloh. One of the Shiloh, he brings that more than once, but one of the Shiloh's I recall was, there was a shul that was davening out Mechitza. And the Rav, another Rabbanim, had to deal with this in the earlier years. And they wanted to have mixed. They wanted to have mixed. And so he asked Ramayisha, they're already davening this, sir. Well, you know, is there any point to stop them? He says, no. It's, it's worse to have mixed, and therefore he brought the he said. He brings out this Gemara that's Kedai. No. Even if they're done like separate, even though they may not be right, but you do less. That's a Ramayisha has that shuvah. And he brings it other times. I remember in your day also, I remember one time. It's less. It's better to have it even without a mechitza than to have mixed. It's still less. Less evil. Anyway, we're going a little off topic here. Uh, so, we see, kol bi'isha erva is a shaylef. It's kol arogel or kol zemar. That's what we just said. But it's interesting. If you look at this sugya in Ervin, tafnun gemel abeis, the more brings a mice over there. That person, he asked away. I think Brewery asked, he says, So he told her, there was a chsor in Atar Basicham Isha. He should have said, Means he said one extra word. First of all, that's mashma, a little bit like the Mishtabura. The Atar Basicham Isha could be a different word than Kalbe Sherva. Could be. Atar Basicham Kalbe But definitely, you see, one extra word is really called Atar Basicham Isha. Means you might and is a little less. Is Kedai to use the language a little less. Because the value of every word has a tremendous kayach. Anyway, each word. I remember during COVID, I could not believe the sports stations were babbling on and on and on. There was no sports playing. And they kept on talking, but they were very afraid. Because if they don't keep the, their clientele listening, they're going to go to other stations and they're going to start listening to talks on politics and then they'll lose their cheshek for sports and they're going to lose their revenues. So they had to make up stories about nothing. They managed to talk hours and hours of nothing and they managed to keep going. Every day, the America keeps going. The sports stations have that this one's training at home and this one, it's, like, like, it's unbelievable how you can talk about nothing for months and months about nothing, zero. That's what I'm saying. That's, a person has to be Yaakov Mamali. You know, there's, um, you know, I, I remember hearing once from my friend the story how you see the chashivas of one word. There was a woman on her breast braid. And, you know, of course, they want to pull the plug. But we, Ba'as, we don't pull the plug. It's Kedai to live in this world, even be Surim. Every word, just living in this world. But they said one of the times when she was on this respirator, she got up, and it was Shabbos, and she said, good Shabbos, and then she was Nefteris. He says, you know, that if a person, according to Rebbe Ego, says, good Shabbos, you're Mekayim Mitzvah's Kiddush. It's a Mitzvah's Kiddush. That one word, she said, good Shabbos, you're Mekayim another Mitzvah in this world. One extra Mitzvah in this world she took with her. You don't realize when, there's a Gemara Sanhedrin that says, a cotton, the answer is, Amen is What's the age when you get to Elma different ages. But one Gemara says, when he can answer Amen, once he answers Amen, sometimes Nechama for parents, they lose a child after he already was the age, he answer Amen. You see, you tell him this Chazal, that he answered Amen, and he got to Elma One Amen can bring you to Elma Ba. When Moshe Rabbeinu had to speak to Baroi, it's a very interesting Chaskuni. Chaskuni in Shmoy Zayin says, when HaKadosh Baruch told him to speak to Parai, he told Moshe, Moshe said, Shochachti Losha Mitzrayim. I forgot the language of Mitzrayim. I'm ready. I left here when I was 13. And now I'm over 80. I forgot how to speak. What? Who? Rajbam also. Both Rajbam and the Chaskuni both say that the Moshe Rabbeinu told Moshe, Aniyah Ralts of means, 
I forgot to speak the Egyptian language. I don't remember anymore. Aaron is living here in Mitzrayim. He knows how to, uh, he has to. So Moshe Rabbeinu, but if you look in the Mechilta, Mechilta, HaKadosh Baruch told Moshe to speak to Paran Ashta Kodesh, and Aaron should be the spokesman. So obviously Kashi is, what is Pare going to gain if Moshe Rabbeinu speaks to him in Lashna Kodesh? He's going to talk to him in Lashna Kodesh. He's not going to understand the word. And through that, somehow, that's going to, right? Through that, that's going to answer by him speaking Lashna Kodesh. I will translate it. That's the way you're going to convince Pare. How does that work? So the MSC is, we know Lashna Kodesh is the only Lashna. It's the only language. Chazal tell us in Halacha, if you don't know another language, if you don't understand Lashna Kodesh, still you it's filler. If you don't know another language, you have to understand. So the Medaite is from already the run at the beginning of the Dorim. They says all other language is not real language. It's just a communication. Lashna Kodesh is a Lashna. That's why Kinuim, Kinu, Nadorim, Kunadorim. There's other languages are Skoma. This is the Etzem language. Moshe Rabbein had to convince Parah, you have to speak in Lashna Kodesh because that's the Etzem language. When you speak from the heart, means you speak Lashna Kodesh. There was a story during the war. Aaron Kotler went along, I think, with the Ivory Bunim, and he had to speak to one of the senators, I think, what I remember, it was named Manta, I remember the name was. He had to speak to him and convince to help the Vietnam in, in, in Europe, to help them. And Aaron, if Aaron didn't feel they could say it over, you know, he only knew his Yiddish was his language. So he took along a translator, he said it over in Yiddish with his whole fire. And the person who went along with him, I think it was Irving Buman, his job was to translate it. And after he finished, well, speaking to Morgenthal, that's right, it was Morgenthal. And after he finished speaking, Morgenthal said to him, you don't have to translate, I know what the rabbi wants. Right? So sometimes language is not only of what you say, it is how you say it. That language, the Mechilt is telling Moshe Rabbeinu could only say Lashna Kodesh. So what we learn from Moshe Rabbeinu, Ani of a sudden doesn't mean he couldn't speak well. He was Yoyke Milei. Every word for him was, he didn't feel to talk to a chitzonius like a person like Paroi. He'll be able to convince him with just words like that, with simple words. He needed Arna Koen to explain in their language. But we do have to learn from Moshe Rabbeinu to be our routes of a sign. To value every word, and if we value the schus of Dibor, right? Pesach, it's called Pesach, because Pesach, that's really what our, the Yom Tov has got to do with Dibor. How you have to use the Dibor in the right way. Freedom of speech comes from Cheres. But in other words, to use, which the mission of it says, The only place you can have Dvarim Harbe is in Torah. Otherwise, Ishmaelite bedibur as much things which is dover chitzoni, which is not Torah. You should take a and not use the words. Treasure your words. That's what it is. And if we understand that message, if we do shtika, we're zayitzit, we're zayichat to Okay.